What's up, guys? Welcome to Rice and Beans. This What's is up? our live broadcast, and uh, we tend to make new friends. We made another one. Say what's up to Retro. Big O's yes, in the sir. house. Hey, Retro, Yo, how you doing, man? Going in. <laughs> Watch, tell us a little bit something about yourself. We know you're down in the Arizona area, just like I am, and we know yeah, you're in the absolutely. podcast scene. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give everybody a little uh, taste of what you got? Yes, sir. For the people in the valley that know, see me out and about. You definitely seen Retro Revolt. See me out. You see me filming, drone, uh, gig. Got the stabilizer. Like, yeah, you know. So, uh, Retro in the building. Episode one for your boy. Happy to be here and talk about some of these topics. Some of them are pressing, but uh, I'm looking to get into it. So yeah, you you gave me a link to some of your stuff. I, I saw uh, this uh, video you did, guys on the in the hood on the roof, man, with uh, look like a, um, you know what I'm talking about, the hover. Yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah, think. yeah. I know exactly which video you're talking about. That was a uh, downtown Phoenix. Yeah, that was dope, man. You you flying in, flying out, getting that cut yeah. in, and the music was good too, man. I I'm Appreciate not even gonna lie, but yeah, it's got some good uh, stuff going down on your level. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I like to. Uh, absolutely network and uh um one thing about me is, is i enjoy collaborating with all um likes whether that's producers writers um artists uh podcasts doesn't matter man it's collaboration we're all uh content uh producers so we're just trying to put it out there so great man hey you know you're always welcome with us and hopefully this is you know breed a future collaboration that going a long way but you know we're gonna have a lot of fun today so Hell yeah, the collaborations are always fucking fun. It's like, it's good to see, like, because, I mean, O and I talk all the time, so it's like, we already know what Jeff has to say about stuff, but it's it's fun to hear what other people have to say about it and get that group discussion going. Like, I, I always look forward to those. Absolutely, man. Yeah, well, I always say, you know, yeah, yeah, it's always good to have a nice circle, but, you know, uh, it, it's always good to introduce uh, people that think a little differently um and and put it out there a little different still likewise but yeah it's a different outtake different outlook for sure yeah i like what you're i like the cut of your jib i like everything you're rolling with and i see how you're going in different facets and you know just our talk you know having your rolling uh studio as you can go out and talk with people on the street that's really interesting to us you know we haven't you know delved in that yet but uh you know hearing the output of what you could do and seeing, you know, the, the videos that you could produce is just wild, you know, with all the technology we got. Yeah, absolutely. Man. And we're going to tap in. Hey, we, we locked in now. Damn straight. You know what? And that brings us to technology nowadays, right? Where we're going to talk about OnlyFans. How's that? <laughs> Everybody's straight, doing it. Why straight not? to it, huh? Yeah, straight huh. to it. We ain't gonna sugarcoat this shit because I was talking to you boys off the offline here, and uh, you know our girl who who says she's black but really isn't black, Miss Rachel Dolza. Dolza. Dozer, Dozer. Yeah, she's got her OnlyFans going, and she's showing everything so she could pay the bills. So you know that's out there creeping out there. You know, I mean, what would what would you sell your soul for? I mean, would you do it for a Klondike bar? Would you do it for some money? Would you actually show your butthole, you know, shave everything down? I mean, what would you do? I'm fat. I would feel total justification in charging by the pound. <laughs> How about you, you Retro? All, you got to pay more. Sorry, bro. There's just more of me to see. <laughs> it's like Bart Simpson when he was real fat in that one episode. It's all right, honey. There's just more of me to love. <laughs> 
Jeez, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think uh, we're we're at a crossroads where you know these these types of activities are acceptable. It's not about uh, a nine to five. It's all about you just getting money. It doesn't matter the way that you got your money. Um, you know, I liken it, you know, I've posed the question, um, you know, especially for the ones that do it and want men that will support it, so to speak. I always pose the question, if you're okay with, you know, living that lifestyle, you want your man to support it. Um, on the flip side, would you be okay with uh, dating a man that is pimping other women? You know, he's bringing in money. He can take care of you. He's making big money, too. And obviously... It's not pimping in Las Vegas, but I think we all know what it is. Uh, it's legal prostitution, but it's happening. You know, you got the bunny ranches, this and that, things of that nature. But point being is, is that ethically speaking, uh, where are we? Where where do we stand as a society? Because it seems like more and more this is an acceptable uh, trait. And this is coming from women of all backgrounds, uh, multiple yeah, that's... degrees, masters, bachelors. So where are we that... at? That's an interesting question and one that's great to pose out there. You know, all jokes aside, when you think about it, when you when you think about the human body and sexuality and everything else, how uh, Americans are so pent up and really against all that when other nationalities aren't so, uh, you know, we're talking about European nations. What What is the downfall from sexuality? Is it worse than the downfall of mainstream, you know, murder and killing that you play in games and on video and movies and whatnot? At what point does it become the facet of that's worse than, you know, OnlyFans? Uh, to me, you know, it's just a human body. It's a reproductive organ. You know, some get sexual, you know, attention out of it and, and height requirements out of it. Others, it's just, you know, eh, it is what it is. But I think, you know, with everything else that's going on in this world that, you know, everything that you have in games and movies is far more worse because parents don't teach children, you know, either or, whether it be sexuality or, you know, the game, the, you know, high murder rate on games and whatnot. Yeah, man. I think it's all about perception, right? Because if it's if it's perceived to be not cool, then everybody's going to stay on that bandwagon. And it seems like maybe the U.S. is a little slower in jumping on the I don't give a fuck and just let it go, let everybody fucking do them bandwagon. And they're behind other countries. Is like, you know, you've traveled out of country too. And, you know, like, I went to Australia. Fucking there was people, like, bathing there butt naked, not giving a mm -hmm. fuck, and nobody else gave a fuck either. And it was just like, whatever, like fucking using the word cunt down there. Nobody gave a fuck. It was just like saying whatever, like nobody cared. Mm -hmm. But here, <clears throat> the perception is it's not cool to do that. So like people are like trying to like get away from that, steer people away from that. And it's like, is it whether it's whether it's OK or it's not, it's I, I think it's kind of besides the point. It's like what? what the majority is going to perceive to be okay so if that for that to change it's got to be like now we're locked into a mass change everybody has to change if it's going to change because if not then that's how fucking you get shit like cancel culture popping up people hmm. try it like trying so hard to fight to keep that perception intact the way it is and so adverse to change that now they're willing to go and start this third thing that is trying to police everybody. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. Yeah, 
I think you uh, kind of hit it on the head with perception. I mean, obviously, uh, culturally, it's more or less about, you know, what you've seen in every every country is going to be obviously a little bit different um, in regards of, you know, uh, sexuality. Like you said, people walking around nude or even what in France, you got weather women with, you know, the tops off. And that's perfectly normal on regular TV. Um, but again, now we're talking about what's acceptable for you to do, which is fine. But now you jump into relationships or these are things that people are willing to accept. Now that comes back from societal, what is perception, what should be acceptable, so to speak. Well, you can go out and do that, but do I want to accept that individually uh, as a partner or a friend or whomever? That's where you kind of get into the meat and potatoes where it gets into, is it really acceptable? Do we really want to go down this road? Is this really the path that, you know, we, we want to go down? I remember uh, once upon a time, um, regular TV, you never heard any profanity, so to speak. I mean, even words like damn or hell would be, you know, blocked out. You'd say heck or something like that. And, you know, I'm hearing bitch and everything else in between. So... Mm-hmm. I think we're already kind of past that threshold. I mean, and you can hear it in most people's uh, lingo, you know, the vulgarity and how in which they speak on a day-to-day basis. So again, what's acceptable and what's not acceptable, I think we all know, but these things are starting to become more and more common. Yeah, yeah great and, point. And fucking, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't think we'd uh, get to the day where it'd be readily available. I'm happy we got here. The struggle was real, but we, well, we made it here. And now fucking tits for free. I mean, do I, do I really want to go back to the way things were? I mean, a little bit, but I mean, again, tits for free. Yeah, they're for free. <laughs> I mean, they are for free. For me. I mean, see. On one hand, you got you got titties you have to pay for, like in Playboy and Penthouse. On the other hand, they're for free. Just go online and do a search. Free True. or pay. Free or pay. Mm. True. <laughs> we know we know which one to go to. Let's not let's not keep this um uh you know out of, out of the frame of scope of what we're going through. You know, pilgrims came over to America in the 1700s, 1600s, 1669, whatever the date was. And uh, they were trying to escape the regime and have their own, you know, religion without, you know, having to worry about king and culture and everything else. So they segregated themselves, for lack of a better term, away from the European nation. And then they were cut off from everything and growing in the world by themselves. And so when you look at the growth rate of the religion in this country at that time, starting to the growth rate of the European nations with society, you know, intermingled more uh, frequently, we could see how slow it was for us to grow. And then Christianity telling people to be proper Christians and then acting like evil Catholics, you know, with all the, you know, oppression from, you know, Mexicans to blacks to Chinese, you know, growing through the nation and even, you know, the African or I mean, sorry, the um, uh, Native Americans is what I was going to say. It, it just it's mind boggling that we're finally at this point where other nations had reached that point far beyond. Because when you look at 1800s, they had Snapchat back then. They didn't have applications online, but they had a picture where they bent over and snapped their chatters, and then they sent the images to everyone. I mean, nudity and photography and art has been around since, you know, the 16, 1500s, even further back to Greece times. It's just we couldn't 
collaborate with that information and make it work with our Christianity and our religion. And that's been pigeon toed for the society that we can't, you know, break away from it. Yeah. Because uh, we're definitely a, a nation that wants to portray to be, you know, so holy. But on the flip side, you know, our actions and what we do and what we really value, so to speak, what we give attention to, so to speak, uh, says something completely different. And right. again, like uh, Jester said, like it's taken us a long time to even get to this point. Um, but again, perception is everything. Where do we want to be as a nation? What direction do we want to go into? And that's where you get into all these different in in intangibles as to what we should be doing or what should be acceptable, so to speak. And for and, and for something that started out with uh, that started out as meant to be a free for all and like built on fuck you I won't do what you tell me like it to to come to this point where where it's like okay it's not a free for all and it's like we have to follow the rules like wait what the fuck that's not how this shit started <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact opposite of why we fucking started this shit to begin with what the fuck <laughs> yeah and one of the things on my mind, all these people doing these OnlyFans, they really value themselves pretty highly. They, they're not stupid people. I mean, it takes a lot of power, internal power to show your naked body or even, you know, do funny dances or, or be in sync and, you know, film yourself and have people pay for it because, well, my fat ass wouldn't look good on there, number one. But if someone wanted to see it, I still feel objectified and weird about it because it's in my head and I can't get over that hump. Yet other people will do it just like that, right? Yeah, um, I, <laughs> I see some of it and I'm like, why are they paying for it? You know, like, well, I guess like, if it wasn't for the people that pay for it, then it wouldn't be on Google for free. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there's always the market of people that want to pay. And that's where you get into the, the, the extras and the weird stuff. And I don't know, man. Again, uh, Money seems to be the objective that will get you to do things that you might not have never thought to do. <laughs> it's not necessarily who you are as a person, right? Okay. Logically speaking. But uh, again, <laughs> survival instinct in people to do certain things and put themselves out a certain way. Um, yeah, it can be portrayed as bravery, yeah. Um, but for the majority, there's a higher level of desperation in which you are trying so desperately to hit a peak, a plateau in which I keep saying, uh, it's like that, uh, uh, that silver bullet, right? You need that one shot. How, how many times do you think you're going to hit a million dollars that one time? Well, if you put it right it? on the clit, you get that vibration with that silver bullet. <laughs> uh, sorry. I yeah, mean, go ahead. That, yeah, that, that's the word, but, uh. <laughs> you know this 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 instant gratification and you know a notoriety um it's it's one of those things where you ask people what they want to do i mean shit we're all over the place and again you can do it i know people that are making fucking money uh, as gamers and that's all they do all day um Crap. and but you know once again it goes from gaming to I don't know if you guys seen it on Twitch where you got chicks fucking playing video games and baby swimming pools in their living room. Is it really yeah. about the game at this point or is it about me seeing your tits wet and you playing Mario Kart? I don't know. I just well, don't know. 
Uh, do you really got a vibe for Mario Kart's that bad? <laughs> hey, no judgment here. <laughs> yeah, no judgment. <laughs> what it co- what it comes down to is nobody wants to pay dues anymore. I yeah. remember, like, I, okay, so as as a musician, right? You used to have to play the shitty club. You used to have to play fucking Wednesday night at eleven o'clock, and fucking three people were there. Like, you had to go through that shit to to get your name out, to get your fucking to get your music out. Now, fucking YouTube, throw it on Spotify, throw it on any, and fucking instantly without paying any dues. If your shit's that good, now it's just fucking all there without putting in any of that work. And it's like, uh, it, it doesn't just apply to music. That's like everything except probably, pro- well, I would say with like maybe not professional sports, right? Because there's no way you're going to fake that. <laughs> uh, aside from that, you know, obvious things like that. Think about it. Like people are doing all this shit for money. Is it fucking complicated and hard to do and a lot of work? In like, if you don't mind being on your phone twenty four seven, not really. It's not as hard as getting up and fucking going to construction job and making the same amount of money. It's way less effort. You don't have to pay any dues and you still get that money right away. So, I don't know. I think that it's just like, at some point, people just got fucking lazy and was like, yeah, I don't know. Fuck that. Like uh, stoner mode on. Like and. That's it. Like no productivity anymore. Like just the easiest shit to get to get whatever I want. Yeah, and you kind of glazed over a new subject right there. You know, what's it do to your psyche? You know, a lot of kids growing up, they don't have that father figure. They don't have the teachers telling them, you know, uh, you know what, how their persona, you know, grows from a teenager to an adult. They don't know how to deal with, you know, the structure and the rigor rigors of, you know, adulthood. Um, I went from, and you know, not breaking my arm, patting myself on the back. I went from a standard English class to a, a AP calculus English class in mid uh, semester when the teacher wouldn't take any other, you know, students. It was either you worked your way to that level and got in, or you didn't get in. And because of the structure of what I was learning as fast as I was learning from my own teachings, from being in class and reading, and then writing my own thoughts into these, basically. 20 page excerpts, you know, making a whole novel out of myself, they, they decided to put me in class. And from there, I'm reading Dante's Inferno. I'm reading all these other books that, that make you go to your psyche and understand. And I'm like, yeah, I understand all this stuff. What are you talking about? I mean, why does it take, you know, all these years to get to this level? I've been dealing with this harsh shit in my life all this time as a kid. Most kids don't go through that. They don't know any of that. And as you said, they don't pay their dues and they don't know what it takes if they were to put into a venue, how to you know structure that and continue on to be successful. Now they fail and once they fail, then they quit because they didn't get their participation trophy. Then they, they're nothing at that point. And I think that's a big crux of a lot of people going nowadays and that goes into OnlyFans as well. They don't understand what they're doing. And I think Retro, you were saying this to a point. Uh, what they're doing to themselves. If they can't understand what they're doing to themselves, they can't cope with any negative feelings or anything else that, you know, come from that. And if they can't do that, then it's really detrimental to them as well as anybody else that are watching it. But of course, you're going to have someone in the crowd yelling, show me your butthole in any case. And and, and again, you know, like you said, the, the psyche of the individual, you know, is being glazed over. But I, I said uh, initially when we were talking privately, um, you know, we're, we're coming up with the next generation that's a little bit smarter than the last generation. And when you're talking about searching and pulling up information and data like that, 
And, um, you know, you're talking about kids that are acting irrationally for a lot of different reasons. Like you said, you touched on it, um, you know, no father in the house, things of that nature. Um, and again, we all know uh, there's forms of bullying. And obviously with this generation, the, one of the bigger forms is cyberbullying, right? Um, and, and again, the acceptability in which many women are taking the, the short road whether it's the hustle, whether they need it, it's desperation, um, and taking the route, um, you're putting your kid into a, a particular situation that they're not even mentally prepared to even handle. Um, seeing the mother in that light, uh, people pulling this up and putting this into a thread, things of that nature. Um, it, it, it's detrimental to the next uh, generation, but it's something that's not even being thought of right now in, in the current while you're doing it and making all this money and, Oh, we're living a good life. I take care of my kids. That's great. But taking care of them physically and the mental is not even being thought of um, when they're doing these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I know. I know what you're talking about. I see those posts on social media, like on, on Instagram in particular, right? <clears throat> it's um, the whoever either I've seen I, the ones that I fucking call parents of the year or mother of the year is like they're they have the first like eight posts and then they're showing off like fucking everything with the bare minimum covered and then the next two pictures is like fucking them with the kids i'm like really like you, you don't want to <laughs> like you don't want to have a separate fucking page for your like your kid stuff like at some point like when the fucking camera lights are off the fucking shit stops rolling. The fucking the money's no longer being made like that. That shit's on the internet. That's forever. That's not yeah. going to come down. Like you can try to scrub it as much as you want. That's it. That's Rem what that's no matter. <laughs> it's like, they're only going to remember you for the last thing that you did. And the last thing that you did that everybody could see is that. And Remember so, back in the day when they said tattoos were forever and now they're not so much forever? Well, that's forever ever now. <laughs> and yeah. someone's going to copy it and post it again, right? Copy it, download it. I mean, yeah, it's definitely forever. I mean, again, self-worth, value, all these different things. And I keep saying, you know, there's a big difference between selfish people and selfless people. Mm -hmm. And I... I had this conversation, you know, we talked about this, um, you know, before my mother passed, but she she had said funny stuff like, you know, uh, I, I thought about stripping, even though I know she never did because she's not that type of person, but it was more or less like, yeah, things were hard enough. I could have went that route, but I found something and we made it through. We, we, we made it through the storm. And and ultimately, I've, I've ran into the stripper that was stripping to get through law school and went through law school and graduated and got mm -hmm. out of the strip club. I've ran into these people. Yeah, they, they absolutely exist. And I salute them. You came in with a plan and a goal and you did what you had to do. I'm not knocking you at all. Zero percent. It's the ones that have jumped into this lifestyle that they, they feel that it's so acceptable. I can stay here forever. And this is what it's supposed to be. And again, how you make your money is based off of who? The people that support you. And I'm gonna pose this question. Why do, and again, it's, it's nothing but men on this panel. 
why do you think that we invest so much into women um, for the physical? Yeah, it's not about the physical. It's about the mind. It's about the body. It's the body's just second nature. Um, if yeah. you really love someone, it's internal. And that's what my parents always said. And as a kid, you got as a teenager, as a young man, you have hormones running through your body and you don't make hormones all the time because, you know, you're a teenager, you don't get laid a lot. But you you tend to look at the physical aspect of it and some of some males never grow out of that and as you grow and, and understand a person's you know nature you tend to overlook the the flaws in in their body or something else that they might be doing just out of love the and that goes to another thing you know people doing what they do for money i never judge them you know i never look down on them it's those are the people that are strong character the strong knowing why i'm doing this look at how many porn stars kill themselves because they're in doing what they're doing they're just looking for love and they never get it because now they've shown their body expose themselves to a certain level that nobody wants to open up to them you know so if they don't know how to deal with that then they can't deal with life and you know when on a smaller level we go to only fans and you know you know personal photography you know even if they're just showing a nipple or whatever else you know people don't know how to cope with that on any scale at, in most areas and they just are not strong like I, to some degree I, like i i can't really say that i could fully wrap my head around it um what like their thought process or like what that feels like because my parents are like yeah sorry man um <laughs> movie and tv probably not for you you should probably try to either work on being real funny or get real good at a sport like <laughs> yeah like so the the, the, the looks the looks genes were never the looks numbers or odds were never in your favor sorry about that but <laughs> maybe try another avenue for success so <laughs> I, I never really like put all that much stock in it like um just because i don't know like it was there were always more appealing things to to look for to like you know besides that, i think like to your point oh it was like there was more like there was like other shit that was just as interesting if not more than just that fucking looks department so dude just come out and say it you're you're sputtering around here you like toes okay you put hot <laughs> sauce on corns and you nibble them off we know you do it's okay just come out <laughs> put it on the table man it's all good if you like to pay for the only fans with the corn and the salsa and the chips I, i'm not mad at you bro <laughs> I, I'm just curious, as as a patron that has never paid for any of these services, I'm curious on both ends why men will do it and why women will do it long term. Like it's not, it becomes a thing of a second nature. It's not a job at this point. It's what I have to do. So it's like, okay, I want to understand on both sides, um, because we're 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 really the investors. We invest in it cold heartedly. Likes on Instagram, likes on TikTok, YouTube. We enjoy this type. We we enjoy it. That's what it is. We are hypersexualized for sure. That would be a good. That would be a good poll to put out. On yeah, the, on the social medias. I'm curious. Ask the comes back. Yes. Oh, poll asking yeah. for oh. questions. <laughs> I thought you yeah. meant dancing <laughs> poll. No. There you go. <laughs> I was getting all excited here. We're like, spin it, spin it. They're spinning. <laughs> you know when you think about it though 
you look at you look at uh, what what could be going through somebody's mind. I can't speak for anybody else, but back when I was like I said, younger and leaner, and actually looked really good, I actually had hair on my head. It's a weird concept, but you know, I was a handsome young Mexican with hair on my head, big big. <laughs> Bold, bulgy shoulders and I was muscular and some dude come up to me and goes hey you're a bit stocky I'm like are you coming on to me kind of like what you did Jester back in the day on Facebook <laughs> and he goes no uh, you know some of the girls like a big meteor guy I was just wondering if you want to go strip with me I almost did it <laughs> I really almost did it and the forethought in my mind was money it was a monetary value thing that I could earn money actually have a decent living and get by you know Going into my mindset on that was nowhere in my head saying that I could be traumatized or anything else like that. I was 18 years old, full of hormones, and boy, I could shoot down a terrorist from 15,000 miles away if someone got their hand on my junk. You know what I'm saying? But it's just one of those things. You go through yeah. different levels. People start with money. Then they go to what they'll accept. It's it's a little bit portion of their soul, what they would give, nip off in order to continue on. Uh, and I don't want to make it sound less value by saying this, but it's similar to when you're, you know, imprisoned. If, you're, if you've been captured by the enemy, you, you have to come to terms with what part of your soul you're able to give up in order to continue on so you're sane. I think for me it's a it's a double-edged sword right because I'm glad that it it's that shit's not permanent permanently out there for forever but at the same time like I could have made money off of it and I was already gonna do it anyways like and it was a lot like if it was a fucking Olympic sport I would have like been like the fucking most <laughs> noted gold medalist ever but so you know what I mean like on the one hand I could have been a fucking billionaire by now but on the other hand like it would have been there for forever so it's like you know which which one's the lesser of the two evils <laughs> you could have been a contender right contender, man. <laughs> you know I I look back and I think about those things what I what kind of money would I take to do something unscrupulous disgusting and still have my sanity well all cards on the table if if the money came in of you know anything above ten million dollars and I didn't have to pay taxes on it, it's my ten million dollars straight up. There's a lot I would do that I'm not going to tell you right now because you guys probably throw up and right there on your table. <laughs> but you know that's just me because I could wake up the next day and after sleeping like a baby and have ten million dollars and go anywhere in the world I wanted to. That's funny. You know what? And and again, I you kind of you, you kind of hit someone on the head and I. Hearing it from another man, I, I guess we've all been offered uh, uh, unsubstantial amounts of money to do uh, unscrupulous things behind the scenes, right? Um, and and it, the thing for me has always been the thought process, right? Um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in word of mouth, and and you you can't project yourself to be one way and then it's always that one person that really knows you because you did some funny shit one time and now they're looking at you like this is who you are again that's one of those things that's been planted in my in my mind to begin with but ultimately um i think uh you know in life when you have a sense of direction as to what you want to do um you know it'll kind of stop you from doing certain things i mean who, mm -hmm. who knows uh, you you may have became a, a, a top agent um, for the CIA if you didn't get tattoos on your face. I mean, all these different things have chain reactions, um, and and 
you know, fucking this person over, you didn't get this job, you come in and this is a hiring manager and they happen to be best friends and they had a conversation. I mean, it's so many different chains. And yeah. and for me, you know, for monetary, you know, funds, um, I believe very, very, very firmly in, you know, how you make your money fucking matters. It does. Um, you know, again, I'm not going to judge you per se, but I'd still have the option to choose if I want to deal with you on that on that level, so to speak, based on what you do and your actions. Um, and I think a lot of people are getting out of that mindset of, well, it's me, you should just accept me, and that's cool. Um, but I don't have to accept you in my circle if you're a drug lord. I don't have to accept you in my circle if you're a prostitute, and I don't like prostitutes, okay? So, you know, these different things, and I, I keep telling people, it's not just about you, it's about everybody, it's community. And if you're a thief, you think people want you to be in that community? No. If you're making things look a certain way, people aren't going to want to accept you, whether, you know, the majority accepts you or not. So it goes back. I keep saying, you know, perception comes back down to the individual. And then, you know, obviously, socially speaking, you have the majority, you know, majority rule. Um, but again, individual rules do apply because you are an individual when you're out and about. And mm -hmm. these things absolutely matter for sure. You know, I like that thought. And that's what I had about 15 years ago. Um, not to say that you're not, you know, privy to your information. And I would never denounce what's on your mind. Uh, but I've grown to think about things a little bit differently. You know, being in a, you know, my going on 49th year on this earth. Um, having done what I've done as a young man. Having seen what I've seen as a child, having watched what I've watched on TV, having grown up in a society that, uh, you know, really doesn't take care of its, you know, people, you know, and I mean of every ethnicity, you know, I've, I've come, come more accustomed to giving people the first chance, maybe a second chance, and then cut them off if, if they so deserve it. Um, but I'm more open to allow people that are a thief, that are a prostitute, that, that have done something that's been questionable in their past to, you know, show me that there's something different, that they're not doing what they used to do, that they've grown from it. And if they cheat me or do something towards, you know, my money marker, then I just cut away from them. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a little more open from that standpoint. Oh, well, let me let me clear that up real quick. So not about me not accepting you initially. Okay. We're talking about the overall thought process, but um, exuberance of uh, e exhibiting certain behaviors. Uh, again, you know, life is uh, the father of learning. You learn certain things, and this is why they call it wising up. You you see certain patterns, you know, to stay away from it. It was a, a conversation I was having. It's funny as shit. I was just having this conversation. I go to the subway by the job every so often. And uh, I talked to this cat and he was telling me about his quote unquote girlfriend and you know how things were this way. He thought it was this and that the third. And then he follows that up with, yeah, you know, she was only fans girl. And I was like, see, there you go. There you go. And again, not to cast any judgment, but based on the chicks that I have been around, it's always been the same. I want to have fun. I want to have a vibe and that's what it is. And if you're not wise enough to see that, all tops, it doesn't matter what you want, what you want to make of it. You want to make the cheeky girlfriend, your wife, whatever the case may be, understand that you are fighting an uphill battle. She wants to make money, and if you want her to do things a certain type of way, her mind is already set. She's already doing it to begin with. 
Um, Fair point. So that's kind of where I, I, I'm going with it. Like, again, we are all wise men. You learn how you learn, so to speak. But, um, you know, everything is situational. Everybody's not the same, of course. But we got eyes, we got ears, and you can pay attention um, as an individual. So, you know, again, there's certain people that I'm willing to accept. Have I had uh, female friends that were absolute thoughts pouring out here in the streets? Yes. <laughs> yes. We had these conversations. Um, do I have homegirls that are strippers? Yes. Do I have friends that have OnlyFans? Yes. How I feel how is how I feel. But do I treat them any different? No. They're still my friends. Again, but I date them, though, is the question. No. Right. But that's that's on the individual uh, standpoint. I just that's there's something I'm not willing to accept. I'll accept your friendship all day, every day, um, based on who you are as a person, how you act. You know, your your job isn't going to dictate that. And again, unless you're a thief, you know, a murderer, or, you know, rapist, things of that nature. But um, right. outside of that, yeah, there's no judgment as far as you know the friend that friend zone. But on the personal level, yeah, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't get past that. You know, I I, I like what you said about the. Um... <laughs> About the strippers, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, the about, <laughs> about the, um, about the, uh, like the like the choice and the dating portion of it, right? Is because like there are people that want to make wives or husbands or whatever's out of the people that are doing that right now, making the money like that way, and wanting to like be free and like do whatever the fuck they want. Basically, it's just like. If you really feel like that, then why not fucking just wait till they get all that shit out of their system and then fucking hit them up then. <laughs> See if they're more right. open to suggestion when the fucking cameras stop rolling and the lights turn off. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, uh, now that they're out of the spotlight, looking for right. something to do, maybe you come uh -huh. along, make a suggestion. Hey, <laughs> why don't you try this? Right. Well, I, I can answer that question straight up because... You know, Retro and I were talking about this earlier. You know, sometimes you like a nice tucked in fold hand sandwich. Other times you go to Arby and get that roast beef hanging outside of the bun. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you see on some of these fucking, like some of the ones that are doing it. It's like, yo, why? <laughs> that's Man. not cool, dude. I didn't pay. I, like, who would pay $5 for that shit? <laughs> It's somebody that has hopes and dreams and wishes and shit. <laughs> I don't get it. I would pay. I would pay five dollars so she could buy some sham wow and clean up that mess off the floor. Jeez. <laughs> and it's like, I, I just really want to know. I've never even been on OnlyFans before. I couldn't tell you what the website looks like. I don't know. Do they have an application? I don't know. Yeah, there's uh, they have a link that you go to. It's basically like a platform like YouTube, from what I understand. Uh, mm. I would know nothing about that. Uh, Seventy-two applications. Anyway, um, right. so from what I understand, <laughs> I got links. I'll share with you afterwards. No, seriously, I've never gone on one. I've only seen them for free. Anyway, um, so when you go, when right. you go on those, you basically you know have a link like a. Uh, like a zoom or discord or anything else and then you know you have a credit card link or whatever that you put into there not that i know this obviously and then you you pay for service set services to watch video and then you scream at them with caps on your keyboard show me your butthole um not that i've ever done that but you know uh, things happen and you know sometimes you're proud of it sometimes you're not 
Um, but what people will do for that kind of money is just awkward, you know. But when you think about it, a dollar times a hundred thousand people is a hundred thousand dollars. So asking for a friend here, um, <laughs> is there like a, a setup fee or anything like that to, no, to start one of these? I really don't think there's a setup fee. There's probably a monthly fee for being on their service, but that's about it. Huh. All right, well, I have to let my friend know. <laughs> I, I think it's a monthly surcharge of showing your butthole, but you have to shave it. Not the shaving butthole, jeez. <laughs> Not even wax. Go ahead and shave that thing. Trim it, trim it down, manscape it, huh? <laughs> oh, hey, you friend, can... My Go friend's ahead. not gonna like that. She's more of the all natural kind of oh. armpit hair and everything. That goes back to the 1800s uh, OnlyFans. Fucking dirty hip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're out there with the Willow Bush, man. I don't know, coach. I, uh, yeah, Willow. Willow on the Oregon Trail going, I don't know, feeling kind of spicy tonight. Might show you my butthole while we're being pulled through the, you know, Native American country around here. <laughs> and, you know, only fans, you know, on uh, um, Donner's Pass. I'm macking out on this dude's leg. I'm going to show you my titties later. Uh, I'll get back to you if somebody else dies. <laughs> Could you imagine that? I mean, only fans in uh, Hiroshima during that escapade. <laughs> and I can't imagine it now. You know, they uh, one of the uh, sanctions when they were just shutting shit down in Russia, right? They shut down the fucking OnlyFans, right? Yeah. And they froze all that money. Yep, they prevented people from, you know, steadily getting out of the country and all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. People right. breaking their arms and breaking their legs so they don't get recruited into the services. That's nuts, yeah. man. Yeah, shit, shit, shit's getting bad right now, man. I, I see the levels of desperation, man. I'm seeing it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've driven down 27th Avenue as of late, but, no. uh, yeah, there's a level of prostitution unbeknownst to me. I, I pulled over to the gas station like, and like one in the morning, I'm just thinking like, are you okay? Because you and your bra and your panties with heels on. Like, what the fuck happened? You know, but then I see another one, then another one, and then another one. And I'm like, oh, these are fucking hoes. These, these, these bitches are looking to make, you know, some bread tonight. Like, what the fuck is going on? And the coldest part is it's right over there by GTU, which is a Christian university. So it's amazing to me that they have all these hoes fucking these virgins on campus right about now. No, it's not. Okay, so people I don't mean. know Arizona too well. Um, over Grand Canyon University, that's that used to be all uh, old track homes from the 50s and 60s, and it wasn't really a nice neighborhood until they built that college there. Um, it's it's gotten upgrades here and there, but it's mostly residential around that area except on the campus. Back when I was here in 91, that was uh, Van Buren down on the south side of Phoenix where all the prostitution was. So it kind of makes sense, you know, the college students around there and, and you're starting to see more prostitution out there, whether it be kids trying to go to school to pay for their tuition or whether it be, you know, women trying to get some of them, uh, high, those college guys, you know, to give them some of their tuition money. They're getting that. They didn't scoop the PPP loans and some more shit on, on the block. Damn straight. I don't know what's going on, man. I, I just, again, when I moved out here, um, and correction, Van Buren is Central Phoenix. I yes. went to I went to South Mountain, but I did when I moved out here. Uh, I was a sophomore, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I noticed that going taking trips or whatever the case may be, like the uh, amount of prostitutes that would be 
on uh, Van Buren. And then that transferred to 19th Avenue. And now it's on 27th Avenue right along the freeway. And uh, again, I've seen police cars and cruisers, you know, driving up and down there. I've said it and I said it again, you know, society, what's acceptable. You're watching this, you're seeing this and we're accepting it, so to speak. I don't know what the people in the community are saying, um, but uh, again, it, it, it's heavy. It is heavy. I mean, we're talking about at least three miles worth. Easy. That's about $20 heavy petty. Not that I know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's not 20 Jesus. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, you know, with everything that's gone on, with gas prices going back up again, with uh, the cost of living going down, with the cost of rent and everything else going back up, you know, this, this government's really screwing everybody up and everybody is out to get make their own dime. People are buying two, three homes and then they're renting their places that they purchased for, you know, exorbitant amounts of money and rent, expecting people to pay and nobody could pay without grouping together. So now you got families living together with four or five incomes just to pay rent. And it's getting more and more hard. You know, we, we're eventually going to hit a bubble where everything bursts and we're going to have to have a society where everybody lives and you know, there's no value in money. There, you know, value is going to be in what you can give to society, so that way you get food, a place to stay, and you know everything else that you need. This juncture, I'm starting to think that's what a lot of people need. Shit, a lot of people don't understand the amounts of work that goes into actually working, getting up, going to a job, using your hands, using your brain, and you know, making things happen. Now we have too many people that want money for nothing, and as a business owner. Um, just dealing with some of my employees, everybody wants to fucking show up to work and do the bare minimum. And you want to get you check day of, you want to cash under the table, you want all these fucking things, but you're not willing to go above and beyond. And yeah. again, with, with, with some people, um, consider some of these things. Yeah, absolutely. But when you're watching somebody that's half-assed, do you want to go above and beyond for that person? No. Why, why should you? And this is where society is at right now. I, I'm gonna say 70% of people are just fucking half-assing every day, content with where they are, don't have any real goals, don't really know which direction they're going in, don't know why they want to go in the direction that they do want to go in. It's just the unknowns. We're all over the fucking place, just scatterbrain, as I call it. And that's why I love Jester's t-shirt. <laughs> Adulting. One per one star, exactly. <laughs> Your performance, one star. You know, and the, on the converse side of that discussion and i love talking about this with you this is great um when, when you're talking about you know people not wanting to put in the effort to make the money you got people that are putting in the effort and then going well above and beyond and they're not getting the compensation for it so you know you got consequences on both ends essentially you know you got people who are overproducing and coming up with stuff that needs to be paid for that don't get uh paid for adulting one star and uh also you got the people that you know really don't put in the effort that are getting you know the pay that they shouldn't be getting in the first place you know it's just catch 22 either end it's just round robin you can't get any better you just have to have better corporations better companies better managers and people that keep an eye on everything and you know that's not necessarily a society thing, but it's just a manner of how people are growing in society and then go into these positions and how what they've learned going to these positions really don't know how to run these businesses and care for the people that are under them and make sure that they're successful. And, you know, just one of those things that we have to live with, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, I, and I hate when people fucking make that 
the sports reference, right? Like the professional hmm. athlete reference, although they're doing the easy thing to make money too. How come nobody says that about them? Because like, think about it. Okay, good example. The Miami Dolphins quarterback right now is in a hospital bed. Life in fucking was in serious danger for the easy, the quote, easy fucking money. That doesn't sound like easy money to me. That sounds like he's out there fucking risking his body and long-term injury for a serious amount of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but he's got one fucking body that he's got for the rest of his fucking life. That guy's 24, 25. Like, serious fucking brain trauma, and that shit's gonna have long-term effects. Yeah, that's worth the fucking $25 million that he made because that's got to carry him for the rest of his fucking life because he's not going to be able to do shit else. Exactly. He's going to be all fucked up and he's going to have all these medical bills. So, yeah, like, it balanced out. So, like, I... There's... I'll hear arguments to defend the point of, like, well, it's their choice to make money. Yeah, and it is, and that's not the point. The point is, is it easy and l- lack of paying dues, whereas the thing that you're trying to, like, make equal to that is nowhere near that like somebody's literally putting their body and life on the line every time they step on the field because anything could fucking happen basketball court hockey the fucking the hockey ring is the, the fucking hockey is worse the fucking tape it up get back in there like it, the, like fucking that thing that fucking puck could kill somebody easily so you know what i mean like uh it is it the same fuck no that <laughs> there's pain dues there's like and then the to the amount of work that you have to do to get to that level where you're making millions of dollars as a professional athlete like you were eating sleeping shitting and whatever it is that 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 you're good at 24 fucking 7 for almost your entire life to get to that point that's mm-hmm. fucking the epitome of fucking pain dues like so it's just like people make arguments for like, oh, what it's fucking making money. I'm like, yeah, for right now, but then that shit's gonna go away, and then what? Then where are you? Exactly. Fuck. Fuck. You got to do the work. You got to go uh, do some agricultural work and farm some land. Oh man, good luck. You got to toss some hay. Good luck. You got to milk some cows. Good luck. You got to go out and get a kill. Good fucking luck. I mean. Try growing your own weed, motherfucker. You <laughs> <laughs> love to smoke, but you don't know how to fucking grow it and all the work that goes into growing what you enjoy on the day-to-day fucking basis. Good luck. Yep. Good luck. Yeah. I was just thinking of porn references when you're talking about milking the cows and tossing the hay and everything else. <laughs> Is there something wrong with me? I don't know. I think I'm okay. <laughs> You know, growing up in this in this weird scope and seeing, you know, politicians and people that run the the government, so-called government and everything else goes on behind our backs. It's just we're, we're everybody's out to make a buck for the higher level and the higher levels dictating how to make a buck for the lower level. And people on, that are just barely getting by are trying to work those same antics into their level and everybody's stealing from everybody. That's what it comes down to instead of just helping somebody. I mean, I know if I have $25 million right now, I take care of myself, take care of my family second, uh, and you know, make sure that my, that money is still there. And then I would take care of people. I would buy homes. I would buy small tracks. I would have people in at nominal 
rent so that they can actually live a life, a comfortable life, that they don't have to worry about where the money's going and how they're going to feed their kids and how they're going to get to and from work. If we had more people like that in the society, we wouldn't have the problems that we have nowadays. And, you know, we would actually be one of the, you know, countries that would be on the higher echelon of people that would actually, you know, if there was a war, if there was something to, to guard their family and their life would actually put their lives on line without protesting or worrying about the things because you know they're they're doing something they would have value out of it nowadays there's no value in nothing the money the dollars don't have any value because of what you're spending it on your life has no value because you're so hyper focused in on making that money that life passes you by and that you don't see the fruits of what you put into it um you know it's just a weird concept a weird constructure of you know how it's been built to this point and how we're dealing with it this day and i it'd be interesting to see it another 100 200 years from now where actually we would be at if the 2020s had a theme song it would be that dire straight song money for nothing chicks yeah. for free yeah <laughs> or it'd be that one song uh by that little known artist who sings show me your butthole show me your butthole <laughs> <laughs> was that sir mix a lot oh no but that was baby got back sorry <laughs> you Baby's know got butthole I got you. A, <laughs> no baby shaved butthole <laughs> you know going back to only fans our discussion and everything you know imagine imagine nowadays society and you and you put it back to the you know you go 100 years and another 100 years another 100 years and you keep going back it's never left it's just been on a different level um right now if if you have a mindset of making money right now if you have a conscience that you could sleep like a baby and not worry about the things that you do more power to you make the money you know but understand this you know when you make that money there's with great money there's great responsibility we'll just leave it at that on my end <laughs> yeah, you know uh again I, one thing that i how i lead and live my life and and i'm gonna stand on it until i'm old and gray is legacy what yes. the fuck did you do while you were here and what did you leave for other people to fucking marvel at and if all you have is showing your shaved butthole that's it that's 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 what we're celebrating more power to you but as an individual i'm only speaking for, as an individual now i want to leave something that's long-standing that fucking means something that fucking helps somebody out not help somebody get off okay and that's where i'm at with it hallelujah you, you know what would change that's things you know what might help change things is if um when you die, they, they 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 fucking added up all your pictures, and the the picture, the kind of picture that you had the most of, that's the one they put big next to your casket. So if look at you were showing off your butthole for half your life, bam, next to the casket, that's the last thing they see before. <laughs> Who stole Grandma's pole dancing thing? Get that back over here. <laughs> Look at people twerking as their fucking going out photo. <laughs> right. All your videos are twerk videos. Damn straight. <laughs> Those are the ones that they can't hand you the phone and let you see the picture because swipe over right or swipe over left, you're gonna see some shit. So uh how did your how did the funeral service go 
Well, I saw Grandpa shave his butt naked, squirrel into a bunch of KY jelly, put on some rubbers, and then slip and slide all over the room with some bear. Oh. Grandpa? <laughs> Grandpa Putin. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. All right. Well, we are coming up on our time, guys, and it's been a good one. Retro, thank you for sitting down with us. We'll hope we're going to have more of you on the show. This Absolutely. is fucking great, man. Big O, fucking always good to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We are working on season seven. Fuck, if you can believe that. Seven seasons of this bullshit. And you were uh, going to quit after three. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I stuck it out because it's got a lot more fun and there's a lot more good shit coming your way. Uh, we've actually got season seven mostly planned out, so we're getting on season eight and see if maybe we can crank out uh, some more work uh, in that in this off season. And we're going to have a lot more bonus content coming up coming out for you uh the links for retro stuff will be uh in the description uh we'll, this will be on uh on the youtube channel and i'll go ahead and get this uh the audio from the show on the website so that uh all the listening audience on like spotify amazon all that other good shit um can hear this too so all right guys it's been fun and until next time peace peace yes, sir.